Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 23 of my podcast, I Stand Strong. I, as always, am Teddy, coming at you from my bear cave in the concrete jungle of the beautiful Northwest. And as I was hoping, today I actually have somebody joining me. Say hello. Hello, everybody. That's right, Tony's back. So this <laughs> ought to be fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, so today we are going to be talking from the standpoint of me being somebody who's played pretty much every FromSoft game, and you is partway, I guess like partway through <laughs> your first one? <laughs> well, well, to, to give you a, a well, actually, FromSoft has made a lot of games that, you, you've played most of their Souls-like games. Sorry, I've played the Souls the Soulsborne games of FromSoft, and I've played a little bit of that. Was it Metal Wolf Chaos or whatever it was? That really, really weird oh, did one. You? <laughs> I did. That's still in my backlog to look at. That game is strange but fun. Yeah. Also hard. But, but yeah, yeah. I think it should be an interesting discussion. I mean, uh, you know, right off the bat, you know, I didn't finish the game because I I just came to the conclusion that it wasn't for me. But there, it's there are definitely merits there, though. Okay, I, so maybe that's the best way to place to start. Then is what is your what are your feelings on the game as a whole? We know, uh, of course, I know you, you, the reason you haven't finished <laughs> the game. So I guess I'll just start by saying spoilers to anybody who's listening for Elden Ring, possibly. So what oh. what was your thoughts on Elden Ring? Well, um, you know, like I said, uh, it wasn't for me. Though I think I think we knew that going in because none of the other Souls games are really my jam. I mean, I don't I just don't get into them. <clears throat> but I am glad I, I gave it a shot because there's concepts in there as an open world game that they're they're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be copied for years to come. Yeah, it, it's a um, you know on, on a technical level like on on, every, on on almost every conceivable level I can see why. Everybody loves it. There's not there's not even a little part of me that thinks, you know, why does anybody like that? That game is stupid. It's like, no, it just was. It didn't click with me, but I can definitely see why it clicks with everybody else. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it hits it hits all the right notes. You know, the graphics are incredible. The music is incredible. The setting, if you if, if you really dive into the lore and stuff, you get what you get out, what you put into it. Yeah, that's that's definitely true with all their game, all the FromSoft or Soulsborne games. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, I mean, I really enjoyed my time with it. I'm glad I gave it a chance, but it started getting to a point where it's like over what 120 hours in. I'm like, yeah, this isn't gripping me, so I think I'm just gonna walk away. Oh, and me as you know, having just finished the platinum and what I had probably close to 200 hours on the first character before I started the second character just to get the third final the third and final ending because fuck the top the top end bosses on a new game plus mm-hmm. part 2 or whatever would have been my second new game plus but um yeah I, I I I can't fault you for that and I also can't fault you for after watching you fight the beast clergyman slash Malekith, the black blade. Mm-hmm. I had to come home and I actually, I was almost to that boss on my playthrough with my third character and playing him. I remembered the best way to fight him. And I don't get how a mage could fight him because the only way to fight him, especially in the Malekith form is to roll underneath him. Like when mm-hmm. he attacks, roll into him, which is very mm-hmm. counterintuitive yeah. because your first thought is, okay, get away from him. But all of his hit boxes are outward or yeah. sideways. None of them are underneath him, so you kind of have to roll underneath him and put yourself in more danger to get away from him. I mean, maybe I could try that, but... But he's also too fast for you to really... Like, you almost have to have somebody constantly drawing his attention because he's so fast, I can't see you standing still long enough to cast a spell. Yeah, yeah. To go with the quick release spells, which, you know... Uh, that's. I'll say that's one another thing in, in their favor in the design of that game. Every element of it, there's a give and take. You know, like, oh, I can have I have a spell that does massive damage, but it's going to be slow to cast. Oh, yeah, you're going to be standing and, there for 10, 20 seconds casting well, your spell. Well, or, well no, well, no, no. It's, it's I never, get what it you're never, yeah, it never yeah. takes that long. But yeah, but you're going to be standing in one place, and it usually, usually, from what I've seen, they don't have very good tracking or 
or maneuverability. It's not like when you fire that giant, like, uh, I always call it the, the Kamehameha wave, because I, yeah, I don't know what uh, actually yeah. it's called. Oh, that, uh, shoot, what is that, the Azure? Oh, is that, I don't the, even remember. Is that the Azure, the Comet Azure? Yeah, or Comet Azure? Azure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I always thought spell, that was like you, just like you. You threw like see me as being no, nothing to do with magic. I don't even know what the spells did. Like I picked up most of them because I had to uh-huh. to get my my platinum. But excuse me. Um, yeah, I didn't do this, but like I've seen people use that one. But yeah, it only goes in one spot. It's not like you can hit it and then start strafing it anywhere. Yeah, so, so you uh, throw that spell, he starts moving. Uh-huh. You got nothing. Yeah, so uh, you basically have to have. Either uh, your ashes holding them in place, or not your ashes. Um, is your ashes, is that what it was? The spirit summons? ashes. Yeah. Spirit, spirit ashes. Yeah. Ashes. yeah. yeah if, if you could have them draw and hold it there. But Malakuth in particular, um, it doesn't matter how much damage your ashes are doing. The second you do something, he, he's ready to focus on you again. Yeah. Well, it, you get that may, with, with any playthrough, though. I mean, yeah. And it's, I mean, maybe there's different ashes that that, can, that uh, draw more hate than others. I don't know. I didn't really look into that. I do a better job. to of, see if there's any of them that, like, maybe are kind of like have a... Um, they're more tanky, more built for holding well, his, his attention. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if there's any that have, like, maybe like a built-in function similar to the... Um, I can't remember the name of that skull that basically the talisman you can have that like draws their ire at all oh, times. That, oh yeah, that's Sab- Sabriri's woe. Sabriri's woe. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I, I was looking forward to this discussion because uh, uh, it'll give us a chance to talk about uh, you know what are the differences between playing as a sword and board character versus a mage character. I, I honestly think the game, even though they offer mage classes, the game is built around you playing. Uh, a, a melee bill more and there's people that feel rough, the other way not, but i kind i kind of feel that way no i i'd say roughly 90 percent of the game is built around being a melee character i really do but every <laughs> once in a while the script flips there's certain bosses that are absolute are absolutely nothing if you're a mage you just walk right through them yeah, versus was, uh somebody that's a uh, yeah I was trying to remember I mean, there was there was a boss that we were talking about at one point in time. And you're like, oh yeah, I beat that person the the first try, and they didn't even get a chance to do one swing. And I'm like, that that was that was the the Godskin duo. Yes, dude, those ones like I pound like my first playthrough, I pounded my head against that wall so many times mm-hmm. because one, let's face it, we got we got to talk about the elephant in the room as far as like the big thing to do with them is the which what is it called input reading. You go to uh-huh. heal, they throw the black fireball, which that does need to get patched. Uh-huh. Because even when you're a high level, that sucks. When you're going to heal, and the first thing they do is throw something that can reach most way across the freaking map, it see, or the room it looks like, to hit you with it. And it's like, okay, so you're stopping them from healing every time they try. And like even if you like heal once, they'll throw it. You try to heal again, they'll do it again. So obviously uh-huh. it is recognizing that, and that's kind of, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of complaints about that one, but <sighs> yeah, 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 the input reading is something. But yeah, yeah, that was one where the, uh, it seems like it really flips the other way. The experience, depending on if you're a mage or a melee. Um, shoot, what was the other one? Uh, Radon was super easy, which is which is I didn't expect that. Oh, at all. oh, uh, Star Scourge Radon. Yeah, and I see. I struggle with him, even though like I love his fight. Like, I love the arena oh, yeah. of that fight. You come out onto that battlefield with all the mm-hmm. spears and everything. It's definitely the most atmospheric of a fight. And his little horse underneath probably, him. Yeah, I think that's definitely the most atmospheric fight in the whole game. I mean, maybe a close second, in my opinion, was is probably the fire giant, just because of the scale of it. I think I think the fire giant, to me, is one of the best atmospheric ones. Because, like, especially that first time you come out onto that battlefield, and you know, you're in this, like, snow field with all the trees... Mm-hmm. And you see him out there, and yeah, like, what's the first thing he does? He upends, like, pretty much an avalanche at you. I mean, it's this badass uh-huh. thing. But that was a boss that clearly was the other way around from what we were just talking about with Radon, where it's like, if you can't be up underneath him, you're almost fucked, because the, his reach is ridiculous. Yeah. He's constantly doing something, like, then you get into, like, how many times does he fu- have to fucking roll? God. Well. Damn, that got annoying a couple times well, we were playing him. 
I'm sure we'll, 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 the the discussion will probably get deeper into it a little bit later on, but uh, um, that's where that was one of the fights where I, I really felt we you, you saw that from soft jank. Okay. Because that fight and that because come on, there were when we were doing that fight, there were a couple times where he'd start rolling and change directions in the roll. That doesn't even make sense. I don't remember him changing direction, but I do remember him doing things a couple times where, like, I've never seen him do it. Like, where he'd roll one direction, he'd just finish, and he instantly rolled right back. So he rolled over me one time. I'm thinking, okay, he's positioned. I'm charging in to start going for him again. Mm-hmm. And then he rolls back over the top of me. And I'm like, yeah, what, yeah. What? I've never it's seen like that. Keep, it's like they keep changing the, quote, rules of the fight. And, and that's supposed to be what a firm saucer game is built around is... You're supposed to go into the fight, slam your head against the wall, die, learn learn from it, to progress a little bit further. It's like it's like tur- it's like turning the the tumblers on a lock. You know, you get that first pin, yeah, and you die. And then you come back in and and you, and you change your strategy a little bit more. Maybe you'll get past past the first and second pin. Yeah, yeah, it, and, it's that and, is and that, definitely and, and what it, it's supposed to be. Yeah, and a couple of those fights are not that. The the, the, the for the first five attempts it's one way and then all of a sudden it decides to do something different it's like well, no that's not cool that is not cool i, I don't know that's the proper terminology for it but it definitely seems like it it strikes in the whole uh rng kind of uh, an, an yeah. rng kind of thing where it's like yeah one time you'll go into um like i'm trying to think of what, what was the boss that i fought the one time that was like one time, they were doing all their cheapest moves, like back to back to back to back. Uh-huh. Next time I go in there, they're doing all melee. And it's like, oh, this is going to be easy because his melee attacks are easy to dodge. It's when uh-huh. he throws his spells or his ground effects that I have my problems. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, there was one time, it's like when I finally beat him, it's like he did none of his his big effect ones. And I'm like, okay, did I get a glitch? Or... Uh-huh. RNG just happened to favor you that time. Yeah, and I think Elden Ring was the first time I really could tell, like, there was, you know, the AI was was weird on it. Where, like, sometimes, yeah, sometimes they would be, you know, pretty consistent on the every now and then throwing a big attack. Mm-hmm. But most of the time sticking to, you know, your basic attacks which is what most of the Soulsborne games do, but then other times you go in there and they just throw every major spell or flame damage attack they could, and it's like there's nowhere to go. Honestly, I think I think there. I bet you in further updates you're going to see more and more patching around that Mal- Malekith fight because that we dude we saw some weird shit. Well, the one that w- the only one that was really, really weird to me was the one was it the second time you entered the boss room and he was like already right on that ar- little bridge. At- yeah, and I've never yeah, seen that. that, that- so I don't know what happened with that one. <laughs> that was that was a legitimate glitch. But yeah, the other like, times, you know, you yeah, <laughs> he was he's just like, and yeah, I have noticed like sometimes you'll enter the room. And he'll slowly pace himself to you till he gets to a uh-huh. certain point, and then he rushes in. Uh-huh. Other times, he is just rushing He's at you right away. Already rushing as you're just walking into the door. It's like, how do you get your ash, your summons up? You can't. <laughs> yeah, and and that's like I, I don't know. Like I said, I've I've seen both of them, but considering like you know if if I saw that, I just I usually just roll out of the way and try to play defense so I can get my summon out if yeah. that's what I was doing. Yeah. Or I also leaned heavily into um, summoning actual other players, yeah. if I could. Yeah. Um, which I actually found uh, somebody's trying to do a take on that that guy that plays uh, that beats Melania for everybody. Oh, oh that, that, uh, let me solo. Yeah, I was on uh, yeah. when I was on the final boss. I didn't get him to summon in, but um, there was somebody called Let Me Solo Him. And it was, I'm and, like, so, I was intrigued. Uh, and he focuses on Elden Beast? Uh, well, it's, uh, te- okay, see, now there's the catch, is the last boss, yes, is the Elden Beast, but every time you have to beat Godric of the Golden Order first. Mm-hmm. You go into this room, you have to fight a blacksmith guy that is just, so, and that, that's where I think they messed up the most, because it's like, okay, you go into this fight, he is hard enough to beat his. He takes so much resources to get through if your dodges aren't like perfect. 
uh-huh. that when you go into the Elden Beast, you can go in there with like almost no healing left. Oh, and you've that got sucks. a beast. It's like it's like a, it's like a mini boss rush. That yeah, sucks. and then you've got suddenly got this beast that throws like two or there are two or three spells it can do that if you're not if you don't see it when it's so big that when you're you know as a melee user you're, you're fighting it right up underneath it you're not always seeing what it's casting mm-hmm. until it's too late well it does this one where it sends all these stars that just like follow you like so you have mm-hmm. to literally keep running until they're all gone mm-hmm. um if it does that one you're underneath them and you don't see it you're you're screwed because it'll take all your life he does this yeah. one that sends out these three rings that come in and if any of the one rings hits you, that does damage. It holds you in place for, like, it stuns you for a second, and then an explosion happens within that ring. Well. So, like, if you don't see those two attacks, you're done. Um, but, and the, yeah. And, uh, the first time, that, that's another fight that, that that's really mage-slanted, is uh, the first time you face Godric. That fight was super easy, too. Oh, Godric of the Golden, or uh, Godric the First. First Elden Lord, the yeah. like the yellow spirit version of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's he's pretty easy even as a even yeah, as a it, melee. Okay, he's okay. he's so telegraphed. Like I think I died to him the first time only because he does hit hard, mm-hmm. but he's so telegraphed. Mm-hmm. And really, that fight is just preparing you for the next time you fight him. Mm. Which is another, another thing I'm not impressed with that you know is with my first. Uh, uh, foray into a Soulsborne game is um, I don't like the community the community's reliance on cheese. Yeah, uh, and you know that was something I didn't see as heavily, except for I know with Sekiro there was a cheese for one of the bosses because for whatever reason they designed Sekiro and it is such a far departure from all the other games. But they designed one boss to play like almost like a Bloodborne game, which is very fast-paced, very, you know, very much just uh, do more damage before they do damage to you. Mm-hmm. But you're playing in a game that's more based on sword fighting, and he's not a sword fighter. He's like this giant beast that has like all these fucking attacks that are just bullshit. <laughs> and it so it's like it was one of those things where it's like the fight wasn't... The fight would have been fine if it weren't in Sekiro, where you're confined to these certain standards, but that mm. boss isn't. The boss right. doesn't feel like it's confined to the same, you know, the same rules you are. Uh-huh. And so I will freely admit I cheesed the fuck out of that boss to beat him the one time uh-huh. I had to beat him. But yeah, that's the only reason I did it. I, I tried and I tried you know, the the get good method. But it's just like playing in those constraints. You can't fight him the same mm-hmm. way. And it was just... So it was stupid. So yeah, I found a cheese and used it. I felt dirty doing it, but I did it. Yeah. The the only boss where I was like, I need to find a cheese because this is ridiculous was uh, um, was the Rykard fight because of the way... That one's definitely built around melee because it's like, oh, you go in there, they give you, they give you the sword you need to fight. But it's like, oh, but what does it scale with? Oh, uh, what, dex and strength? Yeah, they don't, yes. and they also they also really don't make it clear unless you talk to the right. Like, there's like a spirit you can talk to that says something about this this blade he left in the audience chamber or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it tells you, hey, the only way to fight him is to use this one sword. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was kind of. But like, I had you know, like I I, I used a walkthrough, not really for like, helping me to get a boss fight, but just to get through to, like, find, like, a lot of extra items. Uh-huh. And, and to kind of help me figure out where I had to go in what order, because, let's face it, that's a problem with, especially, like, the first Dark Souls, Bloodborne. You can end up walking into the wrong area. And mm-hmm. if you're not ready, you're stuck in that area. Oh, that sucks. And then Elden Ring, they did the... They took it to one more step, where if you go into that, was it the... The dragon ravaged ruins or whatever. You go into the basement, oh, oh, you oh, open oh, that chest. I already, I already know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. And it teleports you to a really high level area you can't get out of. Well. It's not like you can fast travel out. It's not like it's right at the entryway. No, you're right in the middle of an area with things that are cheap as fuck to have to get away from. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, you're, when it's a completely unknown area, 
you have no idea which way you're supposed to run to get out of there. You know. Yeah, you have. Then, then the other thing is like the 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 trap that sends you there is a place that you can go to when you're like level three. Uh, I mean, you can just wander into that area. That's that's the bad side with the 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 real open world to that what this that game is. Yeah, you could wander into anything and not have well, that was, any clue. What that you're was doing. part of their design philosophy too. Like there are little things they do here and there, and they, and they do. I know they did it on purpose just to piss off the player. And and I get it. Like you know, it's 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 one of those things. It's a challenge. I was like, hey, you know, you you fell into our trap. Now you've got the challenge of how do you get out of here without getting and, your ass kicked. Well, and to be fair, it's early enough in the game that you have a choice of, of you can figure it out and get out, or you could or you could start over. Start you're a new that, character. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're not that far in. I mean, uh, but luckily, when, when I fell into that trap, you you can't. You happen to be over that day. Like, oh yeah, run this way, run that way. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I came over and you had just fallen for the trap because I didn't see you fall for the trap, but you had told me uh, where I'm like, oh God, I know where you are because I had done the same goddamn thing. Yeah. I went in. I'm like, oh, a chest, nice. Uh-huh. And I didn't read any of the the, the memos on the the floor because most people have been putting down things like trap ahead, like warning you don't open this chest. Yeah. However, I will say another great thing to do with that same mechanic happens in a later catacomb. Where to get around, you actually have to open chests that teleport you around the catacombs. Oh, wow. I, I, I didn't find that catacomb. That sounds cool. I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, you had to open the right box, and it would mm-hmm. teleport you to the next part of this thing that you could mm-hmm. go and like open the swi- you know, pull the switch to open the, the boss door, basically. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that was awesome. Your little trick at the beginning of the game, fucked up. Yeah. I, I, I was actually kind of thinking, uh, now that I get... I'm done with that one for for a while. I'm sure I'll go back and try to finish it because to be that close to the end and just not not do it. I will say I don't know. I don't know how you're going to react to the next major boss because yeah. the next fight with Godric, which is like the next major boss after Malekith, mm-hmm. he is the one I probably hate the most because of he has like a middle. He kind of like has a, a somewhat of a second phase when he's still using his axe where he keeps doing this ground stomp. And every time he does it, it sends a concussion wave across the entire arena. So you have uh-huh. to roll through it or jump over it every time he does it. The problem is, he does it like every 10 seconds, it seems like. He'll charge somebody, pound. Beat him up, pound. Pound. Uh-huh. And he just keeps on doing it. I'm like, God damn, they need to pace that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't know how a mage build would get get through that. I'm not sure either, but... I'm sure, cause I'm sure all of them are beatable as a mage, if you if you're really willing to put in the work. But some of them, I was like, I don't know. Well, but yeah, but, I'll, I'll get into but, that. Anyway. But you know, um, you know, but as much as I'm bitching about it, there's there's a lot that I really did like about it. It was it was it was a really fun experience, and uh, I was thinking of going back and playing a Assassin's Creed Origins because they, they just released a patch so that you could play it at 60, 60 fps and whatnot, make it all nice and smooth and everything. And and that's my favorite of the Assassin's Creed games. But but then I started thinking about it. I'm like, after playing this, I don't know if I can go back to an Ubisoft open world game where with the cluttered map and all that bullshit. That that you you jumped into what I wanted to talk about at some point in time, and that's the fact that the way they did open world right. Like I didn't yeah. even realize Ubisoft was doing it wrong. Until yeah. I played that one, because yeah, exactly. You go yeah. into Ubi, uh, uh, an Assassin's Creed game, you open up your first section, and there's all those freaking pinpoints everywhere that you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I obviously I have to clear all these. Mm-hmm. So you're not really moving the game. And Elden Ring, you know, you get in there and it's like, okay, you first time you open your map, you're like, okay, I have this giant map, but there's nothing on this map except no- for yeah, nothing, like empty, like. Yeah, empty ground, but you can like you had, see. You had, uh-huh, you had to look at the artwork of the map and and. Oh look! And it look looks like what? there's looks like there might be like a ruins or something in this yeah. corner over here. Yeah. So you go there, and sure, you may end up in a ruins that's going to kick your ass. Uh huh. But you're finding it naturally. Right. And, yeah. And, and it it, uh, it tempts you to to explore. You know, like oh, what is that? And go over there and see what it is. There you go. The, the exploration is way more. Like I think the best word for it's, like, it's, it's, organic. it's organic. It's organic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're not just like okay. Well, here's this 
this random point over here that I see marked. So I got to walk over there, ride yeah. over there, whatever, and, find and, out what I, it is. And I enjoyed those type of games up until I played this. Yeah. Maybe I, can, maybe I can go back to them, but I don't think I could do it back to back, you know, make that my next experience. And I, I will say I like I like the latter Assassin's Creed games. I you know Odyssey, um, Origins, and I I really like Valhalla. But then again, you're you're talking about throwing me into a Viking world. Am I am I not going to like that? Right. There's no chance. Right. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I I didn't realize how much of a cluttered mess those games were, and how mm-hmm. how clunky their their exploration is. Mm-hmm. Until I found something that went went differently, you know. Uh, this game, uh, in, in a lot of ways, um, I feel it's to open world games what what Super Metroid was to its genre. Okay, and that it um, it's it's elegant in in, in its design, um, and what it, it what it wants you to do, it, it nudges you into that into the, that direction um, without you realizing it. Until until you're until you're knee deep in it, you're like, oh shit, this is what it's doing. Um, it's nudging you to go to Stormvale Castle. Well, yeah, I mean, your only but, real but, your only real you know signposts, so to speak, um, are your sites of grace where it gives right. you the arrow. But other uh-huh. than that, like if you don't even look at those, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm just picking up this site of grace for so it's someplace uh-huh. else I can spawn if I die yeah. somewhere around here. It, it, even if they didn't give you those direction things, it's uh. Those sites of grace are like breadcrumbs. You're yeah. following it to, to the next one, to the next one, and, and next, and before you know it, you're going to be right at those gates. They also do it with like with enemy placement too, because like you know you'll be uh-huh. walking around like other than that giant knight that will fuck you up if you mess with him too early in the game, right? Right outside the <laughs> first area, <laughs> which is another FromSoft thing. Like, yeah, well, we're going to put and, you in and, here, and we're not going to let you know that this guy you probably should you should just run from well, him right I, now. I, again, I, again, just just like going back to how it's similar to Super Metroid. It's telling you something without saying it. Yeah, it's it's, te- it's telling you you don't want to be here. Go somewhere else. Yeah, get get away from here because this guy's patrolling and he's not nice. Yeah, come back here when you're higher level. But for now, get away from this guy. Go somewhere else. Yeah, and it do- and it does that all the time. Like like uh, when you when you come out when you come out to the main area and you're, and Stormvale Castle is to the northwest of you. I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Kind of, sort of, northwest-ish. Yeah. Well, and that's the way it wants you to go for these early levels. But you don't have to. You can go east to all that, to Kaled and all this, and pools of Scarlet Rot laying all over the place. And all. You can go that well, way if you want to. Well, yeah, if you, if you go, if you, instead of going, you know, the northwest area, or really you end up going more of north first and then kind of veering to the west part later. But, you know, if you, if you go, start going, like, you know, northeast... Or just east of property, you'll end up in the lake, which of course draws in the dragon. So that's your first encounter, which I love mm-hmm. the dragon encounters, other than the ones that just kind of drop in. You fight them for a second and they kind of just disappear. And it's mm-hmm. like, you, at first, I'm like, okay, did my game glitch? No, mm-hmm. I read later. No, that's just something they did for whatever reason. These dragons drop in, you fight them for a second, but you can't beat them. They just disappear afterwards. And okay, no. well, what, what was the point of putting in that conflict then? Give mm-hmm. me, let me fight them if they're going to be there. Right. But then, you know, it's... And then, like, I also like the breadcrumbs as far as some of the characters. Like, you know, that that first guy you meet outside there, I guess there's a really big storyline to do with him. Like, the the guy you meet... uh, What, that white mask? White mask or whatever, yeah. Yeah. There's supposedly a story with him. I I never did it, but, like, I I guess there is a very involved side quest to do with him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've done several of the side quests, and some of them are really good. Almost all of so, them are tragic, though. Yeah, so, some of those side quests <laughs> are great. I, I can tell, I, I can say one thing to any other newbie that's just jumping into this game and is going to play it. I don't care what you do throughout that game. The one thing you have to do is the Ronnie quest line. I to. think so, too, but... Um, it's, so, it's so good. And, and you get most of the major lore... That you uh, well, all the major high points that you sh- you probably should hit. Well, yeah, her do, side quest, quest. Her side quest really digs into um, the core of things because, like, I don't know if you picked it up, but she's basically the daughter of Renala. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Well, I, I just didn't know if you picked that up or not because they kind of mentioned it a couple of times, but it's like this really yeah. throwaway line in a couple spots. Um, so yeah, you're getting a lot of the story of okay, Ranala and um, oh god, I forgot his name, uh, Radagon of the Golden Order. That motherfucker. Um, <laughs> he was, they, you know, they were married and they had their kids, which I want to say uh, it was Ronnie, Radon. And I want to say Melania and Mikola were the four kids. So those four kids have very crucial, or like some of the best fights, actually. I mean, minus Ronnie, because she's, you know, she's removed. But, well, and that's right. No, Mikola's not there either. That's right. Mikola's like dead. Or, well, they, they've they kind of left that up. Like, nobody really knows I what feeling, Mikola... I have a feeling Mikola's going to be a center, uh, the center of, the, of a DLC. Oh, God, I hope so. Well, a lot of people are calling for a DLC to do with, with backlore. Like, you know, like, have it be something that explains a lot more of the lore of things they didn't touch on in the main game. Because there's or, still a lot of stuff they don't touch on. Like, maybe explore... Uh, what the world was like when the first tree was there. Because remember, this the El, the the Erd tree. The the, the, the Erd tree is, is basically a parasite, and it destroyed it destroyed the previous tree. Yeah, in the but world. you also have the whole thing of like you know I I'd love to see one where it it digs into explaining you know because, like it, what it what a, made uh, Queen Merica steal the rune of death. Which is yep. why everything is the way it is. Like she, she right. didn't want her kids to die. Is all they really ever say. Uh-huh. So she stole the rune of death, which is, of course, what Malekith is holding. Uh-huh. That's what he stabs to become like. Because like, basically, he was to America what um, oh shit, Blyde is to Renala. Like he was her protector, and uh-huh. she gave him the rune of death. To protect it so that her kids can never die. What you probably haven't gotten to is the fact that Radon and Merica are the same person. Or not Radon, uh, Radagon and Merica are the same person. They haven't really explained how that, that is to be yet. But like there's a statue in the royal capital that if you do a certain taunt in front of it, like it has a message in front of it that says... Something about a, a like a, a pose. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. if you do that, the Merica statue turns into Radagon. Well, that makes sense because they they, uh, they explain, they, 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 they make it clear that uh, his his holding the stars corrupts him. No, no, that's, that's Radon. I was thinking of Radagon. Sorry, I was saying Radagon, the, the guy that you fight before the... Oh, oh Radagon. Okay, I thought The guy you fight before the Elden Beast. Yeah, I accidentally said Radon first. You said Radon. Okay, yeah, because... Yeah, that was cause my mistake. Cause, okay, because I was going to say that... Because they make it clear that Radon was quite a bit different before he decided... Oh, yeah, he he was... He, he, well, he, he breaks bad somewhere along the way. Well, he, and, um, he, his first snap was fighting uh, Melania because what the... It's, it's kind of you really have to dig in to figure it out, but... Basically, what doomed Kaled was the fight between Radon and mm. Mikkel, uh not Mikkel, um Melania, mm-hmm. because she was losing the fight and she went into her freaking Scarlet Ro- Queen of the Rot form, and it mm-hmm. basically corrupted all of Kaled. Oh, so wow. she is the reason Kaled is covered in Scarlet Rot. Oh wow! Interesting. And that corrupted his mind to make him the you know the beast he is. How the whole Stealing the stars from the sky thing came in. I never found that in the lore. <laughs> yeah. I keep hoping maybe one day somebody will do a video that explains that part. Well, I'm assuming he must have some sort of beef with Ronnie, and that's why he did it. Because why well, else would why else would you hold the stars? Well, she turned she turned her back on the Golden Order kind of thing, or the sorry, no, the Finger Maidens. Oh which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't. So I don't know what the like you know like given. What larger, you know, problem was that? I don't know. Like mm-hmm. that's something not something that's really explored. It's just mentioned. You know, like her whole quest line is about getting that blade so she can kill the finger maidens, mm-hmm. and she can mm-hmm. free herself, so to speak. And so you finished her quest. Mm-hmm. So you even went up to the church and like put the ring on her finger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Went, went so to, yeah, if you all of it ever do beat the game. When it comes time to reforging the ring at the very end, 
uh, there'll be a summon sign for her. You have to do that or you don't do her ending. Like that's mm. the whole point of her quest line is her quest line actually opens a completely different ending. Mm. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's, just, that's but no, that, that, but no that, that's my little tip for anybody else. That just, Oh, well, it's like, no, you have to do that quest. No, Ronnie's can, side quest is good. Um, Oh, I like I, I like the other side quest. What's that girl's name? The one that helps you with um. Does she help you with? Was it Radon that she helps you? With? The the one that's the daughter of the of the bookkeeper in the at the uh, round oh, table. Oh um, uh yeah, she's the adopted daughter of off near the the all knowing. Um, I can uh Nefeli, Nefeli, yeah, Nefeli. Yeah, and if you that's play her quest out, she becomes basically the lord of Limgrave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great quest too. And she then becomes a summon for the fight with uh, God uh, Godric at the uh, when you refight him. Oh, cool! And dude, she is badass in that fight. Yeah. <laughs> Which boss does she help you with the first time? Uh, she that? she helps you fight. Um, it, it's not Mar- Margaret, is it? No, no uh, the Godric the Grafted. So she she helps you mm. fight the the first Godric essentially, but then right. eventually she helps That's you right. fight the, which is really actually kind of fucked up if you think about it. That she helps you fight Godric the first or not the first Elden Lord. I can't remember what he calls himself at that point in time, but he starts out as as Godric or whatever, and then when you get to a certain point, he sheds the Godric part and goes back to being his original personality because he changed his name when he married. Queen America. Mm-hmm. And it's like some Horalu L O U X, which is her last name too. Oh, okay. She's actually his daughter. Oh wow. Or yeah, I said that right. I thought I I yeah. thought I got it reversed. But yeah, no, yeah. So she can help you basically kill her a corrupted version of her father. Wow. Yeah, that, that her quest line's a good one. Well, there's there's a couple quests. I, I like I'm like the last time I did the um Everybody seems to run into the last version of him, the guy that calls himself Shabiri at the end of the very, very end of the game. Uh-huh. The, you know, the guy that has like the sa- the cool samurai hat. Uh huh. Well, he has a quest line you can do, but you can really easily miss him because these are uh-huh. like these really out of the way areas and uh-huh. all of his stuff has to do with like these assassins, but his quest also really has to do with the, um, uh, the three finger, yeah, the three fingers, which is the, the the fire people, like mm-hmm. it, you know the 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 mm-hmm. flame of, what was it the flame of? I can't remember what they call it now. Anyway, this is fantastic radio, folks. <laughs> yeah, I I'm struggling here, and I don't know why. It's like I can't remember. It's like frenzied flame. There we go. Because that was the last ending I needed was like basically you basically become the inheritor of the the, the heir of the frenzied flame. Oh, okay. Um, but, but but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there's there's so much to like about it. And that's the thing is, me saying it's not for me has nothing to do with the quality of it. There there are a few nits, you know, with like I think from from soft, they're they're more about just getting their game out and telling the story they want to tell. They don't. They don't really seem to care a whole lot about optimization or refining what they're doing. They just let it out, warts and all, and enjoy it. Enjoy it if you enjoy it. If you don't, you don't. And I'm wondering if they do patches when they drop their DLCs. Like yeah, I really we'll am, because like the problem is I wouldn't know because I've never played a game before they've done a DLC. Right. So this is the first one I played on launch day. Uh-huh. So yeah. it'd be interesting yeah, to see if, like, maybe they do do like some balancing patches that are like yeah. hidden in that DLC, basically. Yeah, maybe. But uh, no, there's there's so much to like. I mean, those those side the side quests in that game, I think, are on um, make make that game greater than uh, you know, those parts make it are greater than the sum in a lot yeah. of ways because the main quest is okay, you know, gets you through the game, but some of those side quests really flesh everything out. And that's something that really, um, I don't think really much of that has happened in the Soulsborne games. I mean, you have like small characters here and there that you can move their stories forward, but really most of them don't 
really flush out a lore much. It's just kind of like this character you can interact with. Yeah. But much like Elden Ring, none of them end very happy, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which well, yeah, is, I think no, that's my I, only, I think that's my only nitpick to it. Is like, can I get at least somebody to end a happy life? Right. Like I was so heartbroken when when you come across uh, Blight again. I was like, oh no. Oh and, yeah, and he's yeah. like insane or whatever. He, he, yeah, he, he's like feral because she, she's no longer there and controlling him. You know what? You know what I found out the hard way was if you attack Saluvis, the the asshole mage that works for uh, Ranala or for Ronnie. Uh, uh-huh. Ronnie will disappear, and the next time you find Blade, because I uh, Blyde, because I didn't realize. Um, I, I just I needed to do her side quest on my third my for my third inning just because I wanted to get some of the the later items you get now, from her quest. Now how come you how come you went you went for the platinum by going through the game more than once rather than just reloading your save and doing it? I didn't do I just didn't I didn't think about that I didn't know it existed until I was already two playthroughs in. Oh okay. So but the other thing is like I I enjoyed the game enough to go back through it. Like, like mm-hmm. I said, until I got to, like, I am on that, uh, that second fight with Godric mm-hmm. on my, uh, my third playthrough with my original character, but he is so freaking hyper-aggressive, hits like a <laughs> freight train, uh-huh. even with summons, I cannot even touch him very much, especially oh, wow. when he goes into the, the Horaloo version and he goes like full freaking uh, Zangief on you, and just goes all hand to hand combat. He becomes way more aggressive. Everything's super fast. He does like three or four different like wrestling attacks that just fuck your life bar up. Wow, well, it's interesting that they went that way with their new game plus because you know most most games when you, they offer you a new game plus, it's the same game but everything's unlocked. Basically, it basically unlocks God mode for you, so, so that you can just explore and. You know, do do the. Other oh no! These ones they increase. They uh, increase. Them, they become harder. Yes, it yeah. increase with every. I think up to a certain new game plus number, it increases their damage and their health pool. Yeah. Because yeah, they know. Okay, you know, if you're going back to fight Margit, the Fell Omen, and you've already beat the game once, you're probably at a really high level. Uh-huh. Yeah, you'd like one hit, one shot the motherfucker if you played through him that way. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. He was still a cakewalk. Like almost every boss was a cakewalk on my second playthrough because mm-hmm. I was so high leveled. Right. Um, but yeah, but by, that was. But, but by the third one, they're, they're kind of catching. Oh up to yeah, you, they were. It was like I would have had to grind forever to get myself. And after a certain point, I don't even think even leveling up really does enough to to help you. Yeah. Because oh. there's only a certain point you can go to on certain stats before it stops affecting your right. scaling. Yeah, there's there's a whole there's a whole discussion in the community with that about the soft caps and hard caps of, yeah. of each one of the of each of the stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, there's there's so much to like. I mean, um, I would recommend it for anybody. There's, I would never tell anybody don't don't play this. Yeah. It's it, it's phenomenal. The other night, when uh, just after I got my platinum, I jumped on to Tiny Tina with Michelle and Aaron. And Aaron asked me, like, what, 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 what do you think of Elden Ring? I'm like, okay, this is this is a this is a temp- this is a very interesting answer because I highly love that game, but uh-huh. I also don't suggest it to just anybody because I'm like, I will tell you, hey, it's a fun game, it's a beautiful game, I like it, but. You got to be ready to be hard as nails for this game because it's not. It does not play favors. For you. No, no. Um, I wonder. I wonder what uh, if I would enjoy it more if I played it as a melee instead. And maybe with like I. I just always been a melee build. I do yeah. not have the patience for magic builds. Even in like uh-huh. like mostly, I think like uh, Dark Souls. The first Dark Souls was the only one I had any magic use on, and it was only a spell to like reduce fall damage. So I could fight this one boss because you'd have to fight him in a dungeon that you fall through a floor to get to. And every time you'd fight him, you'd have to fall through that floor and it would do fall damage when you drop through. So it would take a chunk of your life and then you'd have to fight this boss. It hits like a freight train. Because I almost wonder if I should like one of these days, I won't do it soon, but one of these days, like maybe start over and do it with uh, because I kind of like to try a faith build. And use all those incantations and stuff. I think that'd be fun. Well, I know I really didn't mind, even though I didn't stick with it. The does it the prisoner class, which is kind of a balance of magic and uh-huh. melee. 
And I liked that because it was, it was more of using the magic to enhance your melee, but mm-hmm. you got a really good sword to start off with. So it was kind of that, but I mean, it's like, to me, I'm just, I'm way more of the, I mean, let's face it, even with Borderlands, I like to be right there in the muck. You know, I was always the right. berserker where I'm right there in the middle punching shit as my main mm-hmm. thing while you and Michelle are waiting for me to die and have to revive me while you're shooting shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know my place. I'm the Leroy Jenkins of a group. I get it. <laughs> But no, nothing wrong with that. No, it, and it's like it's. But that's that's the other beauty. Is like I like to hear. Like I'm, I'm happy you gave it a shot. I'm, am I a little bit bummed? I'd like to see you finish it just to see you finish the game. But at the same time, I you know I'm I'm also not one of the people like no you man you got to finish it you got to finish it. Well, get good, bro. The, get good. The, well, no, uh, I believe I could have finished it, and I, I probably still can. But the thing is, I I honestly got to the point where I'm like. Okay, I'm 120 hours in, and even though I enjoy, I, I think the game is a masterpiece. It's beautiful in every way. There, it in that whole 120 hours, I'm thinking, I can't wait for this to be over so I can move on to something else. And see that right there? That is a sign. Like, if you never go back to it, I wouldn't blame you. Like I said, I uh, I knew when you started. I'm like, I'm happy starting. I'm hoping it grabs him. No. But at the same time. I'm but not. Her, I'm not the kind of person that's like, oh well, you know that that's stupid. You know, you you're, you, know, no. you you have to play this game. It's a masterpiece. No, like there's a lot of games that people love that I'm just not fans of. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, but I know there's probably games that other people rave about that I'm like, I, I don't get it. You well, know, you're not you're you're not uh, super over the moon for every Madden release. Well, and, there, and there's a whole. There's a whole community that's that way, you know? Oh, well, I work with a guy that, like, every Call of Duty game drops. He's getting it, like, day of, and I'm like, why? He's like, oh, they're just so much fun. I'm like, yeah, but aren't they pretty much the same game? Yeah. Then why are you buying every one? <laughs> well, because Call of Duty. I'm like, oh, so so you're just, you're in that thing of, like, like a lot of comic fans are, where it's like, oh, well, no, I just have to get these books, whether they're enjoying them or not. Uh-huh. They're buying the books just because they ha- they feel they have to buy them. No, no. It's like if you're not enjoying something, stop fucking reading it. Yeah, yeah. Walk away for a little while. Yeah, walk away. And like, dude, if Call of Duty went away, I would not complain. If no. Madden went went away, I would not complain. I just hope that 2K would get back some NFL games going because, I'm sorry, 2K, still to this day, I think the 2K NFL games were way better than yep. any crap that Madden's put out <laughs> in we, the last, uh, last years. We managed to... To diverge quite a bit here, we're we're on the sports talk. Now. Oh, that's that, that's <laughs> part of the fun, though. I mean, we're getting yeah. we're 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 we get on our rants, and that's but that's beside the point. But anyways, yeah. yeah but no, it's like it's you know, like I said, I'm I'm one of those people. Like I love to hear other people's opinions, especially mm-hmm. when it's against mine, because maybe you'll say something. And I'm like, you know, I didn't think of that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And it'll bring me around to like maybe realize like you know like when you were pointing out the jank like I didn't notice a lot of the jank maybe because I'm like right up in there in the fight I'm not seeing some of the the long distance stuff mm-hmm. that you're seeing or maybe it's just you know maybe you're right maybe they put in this magic thing made it overpowered as fuck at certain points oh yeah definitely but it's definitely still meant to be a a melee game which. I could understand because most of the other games were really way more, I felt were way more geared towards melee, uh-huh. but I don't know. Like, I don't know what their, their, their motives were. I just want more lore from it though. Like I, I really, I really hope they do do DLC for it, which I don't see why they wouldn't with the way it's been being like hailed as like the greatest yeah. game, which yeah. I don't even think it deserves some of like, some people are giving it a little too much build. I think I'm like, no, it's well, a great game. And it did do some major things, right? But I still don't think it's a perfect game. Like a lot of people seem to think it is. You're probably going to think it's weird that even though I said, it's not for me and I walked away from it. Uh, I don't think those people that are saying that are overhyping it. This is this is a game that people are going to be talking about for the next decade. I'm not. I'm not saying. Well, I think influence wise, yes. But like you know, is the the things like. But the thing that's funny is the things I feel it did that are going to be revolutionary are things that have been done in the past. They just got away from them, like the yeah. the the map that you see, and it's just an open map. Like mm-hmm. you have to. Phys- Older games, you had to do that. 
And then uh-huh. at some point in time, we just became, no, we got to walk these fools through their game and put pinpoints everywhere uh-huh. to tell them, hey, look, there's something here. There's something here. Where, uh-huh. So really, they just simplified something. And in doing yeah. so, they revolutionized things again. Uh-huh. Am I looking forward to see will will Ubisoft for their next, if they ever do another Assassin's Creed game, will they take that? I don't know. I don't. I don't think they'll break the formula because it's I, still yeah, going to pay it for them. Just like Madden will never change because it's people are still buying that crap. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, now, uh, what aspects in that game do you do you want to see become the uh, or become uh, things that other other developers will steal and use in their games? Like for mm-hmm. example. For example, in like the Soulsborne games, everybody started copying the whole crap of you die and you drop your souls or your currency or whatever, and yeah. you have to go back, which I hate. That mechanic can die now. Oh, you don't, see, I don't, I don't we, mind we, it sometimes when it's done right. I don't mind it. It's been used, uh, it is cool, it's been used for too long, and you see it popping up in other games where it really has no place what other like, games? What other games do you use it other than other like Soulsborne ripoffs? Well, this is going to be a hot take that I don't. It, it, if there's any listeners out there, it's going to piss them off. It's it, it had no reason being. It, it has no reason being in uh, uh, Metroidvania games. Um, like um, shoot, shoot. I just, why am I just going blank on the like a uh, not Dead Cells? Um, Salt and Sanctuary. No, no, no. What was the what was the other one? Why am I going blank all of a sudden? Um, oh, did they do that? In- like, like, like Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight was the one I was thinking. Oh, of. I was going to ask. Did they do that in that one that um the guy that did uh um Symphony of the Night did? Did oh, they do that? Uh, Asp- I don't no, think they no, did. No, no, they didn't. No. Okay, that was but where I thought you were going Hall- at first. Hall- like, Hollow Knight's one of them that did that, where you die and you drop all your currency in one spot and you have to make your way back to it and get it back that is a stupid mechanic it works in the souls game it does not need to be brought ported over into everything else See, i thought you were going to go after salt and sanctuary i'm like oh dude don't go after salt and sanctuary no, that game no. actually is meant to be like a side scroller Soulsborne game yeah it's it's not a metroidvania it's it's definitely a Soulsborne in a in a 2d on a 2d plane no it gets a pass it can do it there yeah, but but it's just it's just bec- it's become something that everybody tries to throw shoehorn into but their like, games. I think where I'd feel it really overships. Like I didn't play Hollow Knight, so I don't know that one. I never played much Hollow oh, Knight. It's but so like, good. But like, if it's they what, threw it, it into like a God of War game, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Uh-huh. This shouldn't be here. This uh-huh. is just for the sake of trying to do something." You know, trying to be where everybody else is. Because let's face right. it, God of War doesn't need to change anything. That 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 that, that last no. game, you've got a good formula. Yeah. If you can find little things to add to it to improve that, sure. But you don't need to fuck with that formula. No. And no. I can't think of very many games that I really feel that would benefit. I feel like it would be a detraction from a lot of games. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't go into a game thinking, God, I hope this game has like all this shit from Elden Ring or Bloodborne. I want something. I want something to feel different than those games. I mean, yeah, like I beat. I've I've platinumed Elder Ring. Unless you ask me to help you, like I've left it on my system just in case you decide to go back and you want me helping you fight those last bosses. Right. I'm down. But I'm starting to find like small dose games for right now. I need some small dose. That's how I feel. I mean, that's why I started that Ratchet and Clank finally. Yeah. So like I've got um I've got that Pool Nation that you downloaded, and I started playing. Although um. Little side note to that one. I'm pretty sure we already have that one on Xbox. Did it come out on Xbox? Yeah, it was. I want to say it was a free to play game on Xbox that I downloaded a while ago. No, I, I remember there was a, a billiards game on there, but I don't. I don't know if it was that one because I remember that one sucked as far as like load times go. Maybe maybe that was just an Xbox thing though too. Maybe it's just like maybe the Xbox version. But I don't. I, I could be wrong, but I could have sworn it. It looks like the same game. But anyways. That but, was another yeah. track, another side track there, but but yeah. So it, so but like, can you think of any mechanics that you hope will start carrying forward into other well, open world games? Now? I'd like the I'd like people to take like I'd like to see more open world games take the idea of like I said, go back to the the empty map. You only find what you physically see. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of games would improve, you know, like I said, the organic feel of the game. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that they had little things that were built into the back that re- back of the like the, the programming of the game that really weren't ever said. Like there's a poise bar that you don't see. So like uh-huh. doing certain blocks or hitting them with stronger attacks, you can break their poise and get, you know, get your chance at like openings. Uh-huh. I wouldn't mind somebody doing that. You know, you don't always have to have a bar for everything. All, All right. that does is clutters your screen. Uh-huh. So that could be interesting, but like I'm trying to think of, because I mean, you know, like I, I freely admit there are some clunky aspects to that game, but it's just well, it's things I've gotten I'll, used to, I guess, because of playing. I'll tell you what's clunky as fuck in that game is jumping. Sure, they gave you a button now, and that's a revelation for everybody that that plays Souls more in games, and they just love it. But oh, I <laughs> no, I freely admit, like they 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 put jumping in the game, but it didn't. It's still too clunky. They didn't, they didn't refine their, their platforming enough to make it valuable in that aspect. I mostly used jump when I was in battle to do, like, a jumping heavy right. attack. Right, The jumping, like, when I had to use it for platforming, it's so hit and miss. Mm-hmm. And, yes, like that, it like, is like, great I, that I, they I, put I, it in I there. Always, mm-hmm. I, I always think of that, that platform in the Divine Tower of Kaled. They get the drop down, jump and land on that's lower than you, and it's like a tiny, tiny circle. I don't know if you remember yeah, when, no, when, I, when you're making... Well, yeah. It's like, really? This game is not Super Mario Brothers, okay? You, you can't get away with that kind of jumping. Yeah, there was there was some... Uh, there was definitely some, some times where they expected things, but then again, at least you had the jump... And that maybe that's where I, I diverge a little bit on this thought process, is... At least you had a jump button instead of what was it? You used to have to hold the hold the thumb pad to run, and when you're in run, you had to tap the thumb pad again to jump. But even then, it was just like wow. a kind of like a small leap. Uh-huh. Um, so you still had to do all that same platforming in those games to get to certain things, uh-huh. but you didn't have an actual jump button. Uh-huh. So it was all more of okay, roll off the edge and hope you roll far enough. <laughs> or run and hope that that jump triggers right to get far enough out there. So while, yes, it is still very clunky and they could have done a lot of refining to the platforming idea to it, at least it existed in this one yeah. where I've done the platforming without it and it's, God, it's pain in the ass. <laughs> Um, but but I no, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you recommended it to me. It was a great experience. Um, then again, you, you've done that before. Like uh, I knew, I knew, uh, like um, Last of Us wasn't for me, but I'm glad I played through it. Yeah, you're not like, like I. I, I admit, like I love a good cinematic game, a game mm-hmm. that where yeah, you do have gameplay. I mean, yeah, like I even take it one further with the super massive games like right. uh, Man of Medan until mm-hmm. dawn. Which I love those games, but I freely admit that I do not suggest those ones to anybody. I'm like, hey, if you want to play a game that's basically watching and interacting with a horror movie, play these games. Uh-huh. Otherwise, if you if you just want gameplay, not for you. Uh-huh. Um, but like, Last of Us is a beautiful game, but it also has some really good gameplay. I feel it has some really good gameplay. It just is really enhanced by more by the uh-huh. story that's around you uh-huh. in those games. Um, I felt the same way about the Uncharted games because let's face it, that first one oh, was cl- so good. The first one was clunky as hell though with the combat. Yeah. It was way more about the cinematic. Yeah. yeah. And then it refined going, you know, especially when you get to the fourth one and you're like, oh god. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. But no, no, I, I, I'm glad I experienced it though. I mean, I don't, I really don't feel regret for not finishing it at the moment either because it's like, like I said, 120 hours. Well. We had that conversation when we played Monster Hunter as well. Like, how many hours did we put into Monster Hunter before we were like, yeah, you know, like, I, the only reason I regret not playing Monster Hunter is I miss not playing with uh, Jeremy and Adam. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I, I think I was coming up, I can't, I don't think I went over, but I think I was coming up on 400 hours in that one. Oh, I know by the time me and Jeremy were done, like, by the time I was done, because, like, I remember I dropped off for a while, I came back. I was well over four. I think I was like 500 and some odd hours in. But I think oh, when I was playing, like, because I had taken that time off, Jeremy was at like, 
800 and some odd hours because like he wow. just was still pushing it man talk about getting your money's worth well i mean yeah i mean and and that's that's the other thing is okay yeah i paid you know yeah i bought the premium edition of elden ring when i bought it because i wanted the the soundtrack because i knew it was going to have an awesome soundtrack mm-hmm. given i could just grab that off spotify and listen to it but i like having it on my system too right um and the art book even though it was kind of useless was kind of cool to look at mm-hmm. but um I feel like I got my money's worth because even if I didn't just play it, even if I only played it once, I feel like even the time you put into it gave us enough, you know, it, it was money well spent. I don't feel like oh, I yeah. wasted money on it. But then again, I didn't feel like it. Even if you didn't play it, I wouldn't have felt like I wasted money. I had, I had a right, lot of fun right. with it. I mean, I wouldn't have yeah. gone for the platinum if I didn't like it enough. Right. Right. I'm not that much of a glutton. But, I know. It's great. I mean... So, so uh, I told you my, my next game at the moment is going to be Ratchet and Clank. Well, what are you going to be working on? I, I'm still deciding that. Like I said, I kind yeah. of, um, I tried oh. to download that uh, that Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two again, but there's oh, something so good. Oh, I like those games, but oh my god, like I just couldn't keep focused on it. <laughs> so like I I put it to the side again. Like I don't know. Like I'm. I think that's called getting old. That's fair too. <laughs> well, that and I've you know, let's face it, I've also got a lot of like I I'm constantly doing something like I, you know, learning my base. I tr- I try to put in you know I want to put in time on that, and I feel like if I'm neglecting that, I'm like, am I wasting my money for if I'm not you know not practicing? Which I mean, I got my lesson tonight, but not, and I feel like I'm making headway on it, but I still don't feel like I'm practicing as much as I should. So I need to get back on to just a constant so, push on it, but. So can we can we call out Michelle on that one then? Oh, I will fully call out Michelle. <laughs> Although I will say, I'm happy she has her guitar because the other day I went over there. It was like when I was dropping the dogs off uh, last Sunday. Uh-huh. I brought my bass over because I wanted to show Michelle like what I had learned because uh-huh. I can play like two Allison Chain songs. And I was gonna start playing Angry Chair, and Aaron was like, "Hey, do you mind if I jam with you?" I'm like. Psh! Go for it. Let's do this. Uh, so he gets tuned, and we're sitting there jamming out Angry Chair, and I didn't realize he was playing her guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he went up and grabbed one of his own. Oh, it's funny. But yeah, so it's like, and that was that was probably like the most fun I've had with this thing. So I mean, like you know, and like like then he started like playing other songs. That I'm like, okay, now I feel bad because I can't jam along with him on this stuff because like he's good. I'm just kind of you know, I'm I'm struggling through a couple songs I know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting better, but I'm still not, you know, I'm still not at the level like he can hear me play a note and tune his uh, t- entire guitar just by hearing me strum one chord. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you suck. Yeah. But well, I'll, get, I'll there. get there. I'll get there. Yeah. Well, what about uh, Ollie Ollie World? Oh, that game is, that is another game that's like brutally hard, but fun. Like I've, I've been, I've been working little here, little there on it. Is it more like a uh, like a Trials HD or a um, it's, Explosion Man type of thing where you just uh, jump in? It, it's a jump in and out. Experience. Yeah, it kind of is because it's it does have an overarching story because like it's all about like the the four I think there's four areas in this island. Each one of them is ruled by a different skate god that you have to appease, and you're going mm-hmm. to basically become like the next like basically. Uh, avatar for these skate gods because the, oh, nice. the the one before the one that is currently there wants to retire or whatever even though mm-hmm. she looks like she's like only 22 um <laughs> so it's like each one is like pretty much like you just go to a spot and you do a level and there's challenges within that level like mm-hmm. so many scores some of them will be like okay you have to not hit any of the seagulls because it'll be like seagulls on certain rails or whatever mm-hmm. And it's really fun, but the controls are very, are like the biggest problem I've been having because it's, instead of like having like a button to jump, it's, you hold a direction and which, when you release that, you'll ollie and you'll do a different trick out of that. But then you have to like re-hold the button to grind or, oh, interesting. yeah, so it's, it's mostly, mostly it's in directional buttons. Like, oh, wow. so I actually use the D pad on it more than I use thumb pads because the thumb pads are a little too wonky to... To do that, which which is why I'm glad I have it on PS4. Because let's face it, that's the better. Uh, that is definitely the better thumb pad, or directional pad. Um, you, you don't you don't like the Xbox thumb no, directional pad? 
No, I, I, th- I, th- I think it's their best one they've they've come see, up. See, I yet. guess I haven't fiddled with it yet on the the newer system. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Like the last the last one I liked from them was the Elite controller for the uh-huh. first Xbox one, which because you you, know, you could do the trigger with it, so it popped it up a little more and gave you a little uh-huh. more uh-huh. read to yeah. it. Yeah. But well, um, yeah. anyway, so yeah, like probably Ollie Ollie World, I'll probably fiddle with that. Um. I know I don't. I can't remember what other games I kind of just put onto my system just to fiddle around with. But like, yeah, I'm mostly looking at like small dose games for right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I might try that Dragon's Dogma. I mean, for five bucks, why not? See, I'm not. I'll have to look into that one because I know I, the name sounds familiar, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, well, I guess I think this is this is run's course. We're kind of winding down. We well, let's face it, yeah. we stopped talking about Elden Ring about five minutes, five ten minutes yeah. ago. But that's part of the yeah. fun, like I said. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So with that, well, I will I will thank thank you for coming on again. Well, always my pleasure. And I will also thank you as well as Michelle for you know you know you guys give me a lot of support. You give me a lot of shit too, but I enjoy every second of it. You give me my support on do, helping me you know kind of pushing me to do this, and it's. It's been a good therapy for me. So good, good. Um, and then I'm going to thank Spider at Five Star Tattoo, which I just saw yesterday, and he did some more awesome ink on my body. Yeah. But he also, as always, did my uh, my thumbnail for my my podcast. So I'm and I am super pumped on that. So I'm going to say thank you to him, and I'm going to thank anybody out there listening. So yeah. Um, I guess that's kind of it. So remember, if you have opinions. Always stand strong on them. And until then, see you later.